This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. My take on unfolding history. According to the Pentagon, the order to attack Ukraine has been issued by Russia's top military command at the behest of Putin. It would take days after such an order was issued to flow down the chain of command, seen first as preparation as its forces positioned in Belarus, Crimea, and along the Ukraine border. The first actions being seen were attacks by separatists intended to be provocative, likely diversionary, Cyber attacks on Ukraine banks and military, as well as preparations by a fifth column of Russian sympathizers inside Ukraine. Russia's well-oiled propaganda apparatus was in full misinformation mode. There can be another countermanding order given at any time up until actual engagement by military elements. Word that Putin decreed separatist regions as independent states and that Russian forces had then entered them for their protection, of course, followed. What U.S. intelligence has shared is that they are in position to implement any attack plan that they may have. When Biden says that there's a 100% chance, that means that it would have to be stopped from going forward at this point. Our intelligence can intercept Russian communications, and their primary job will be sorting out what Putin wants us to see from what he actually intends. What Putin does tactically is hard to anticipate, but his strategic objectives are clear. They have not yet been met. He knows that his country is in decline in just about every metric. His military is now at its peak power since the collapse of the Soviet Union. He wants to reassert Russia's scope of influence through its neighbors, and it is now or never. The precedents being set with Ukraine will have a lasting influence on the size of the sphere of influence of Russia on future outcomes. This is not lost on Baltic states, Poland, Moldova, Romania, and others. They know that if he achieves his objectives in Ukraine, that other neighbors are next in his sights. Putin doesn't need to militarily conquer Ukraine to get what he wants, but he does have to politically subjugate it. He wants a weaker Ukraine separated from the West. That would mean that he'll have to neutralize the Ukraine military. His forces would have to cut Ukraine off from the rest of the world so that Ukraine's economy collapses. I would call this more likely to be a siege than a full-fledged invasion. He doesn't have the forces or want to tie up the kind of forces necessary to occupy Ukraine. The oil market has paid for his engagement to this point, but that revenue flow would be extremely constricted if Europe cuts him off. The Ukrainians would have an advantage in a close partisan engagement becoming more similar to Chechnya or Afghanistan. Russia learned those lessons at a cost. Russia's actions could be as simple as blockading four Ukraine ports, which accounts for about 80% of the total throughput of Ukrainian seaports. It also requires total control of Ukraine airspace and use of Russian air power to disrupt supply and transport into Ukraine from Poland and Romania. The United States is reportedly preparing for a surge of Ukrainian refugees fleeing Ukraine to Poland. Many international airlines have suspended flights to Ukraine as insurance carriers balk. The same is likely true for cargo vessels tentatively heading to Ukraine ports. Putin would also attempt to shut down Ukraine's banking system and all types of infrastructure. Putin will claim that his corresponding retaliation by the West with economic sanctions is tantamount to an attack on Russia. Putin has a gun to Ukraine's head demanding concessions the Ukraine will not give willingly. 
they will have to be coerced or forced from them, and Putin is attempting to discern the path of least resistance and lowest cost to Russia in achieving that aim. The West has so far stood up to him, but no one has been hit yet. Biden finally stood in front of a podium and told the American people that sanctions on Russia will have blowback on them, hitting their pocketbooks. I doubt that they are yet fully listening or fully understand. As I noted first before Biden, there would be a round of Putin inflation that could hit consumer pocketbooks hard that the Fed will not be able to mitigate, which political opportunists will blame on Biden. What if fuel and propane terminals are forced offline or bank accounts are frozen? Americans would question our support of Ukraine, which Putin will exploit. Putin has been better at manipulating U.S. public opinion than Biden has, with the help of some here, of course. That will be part of an asymmetric plan of attack. Personally, I am a long corn, December since last October. KC and Minneapolis wheat, soybean oil, natural gas, rough rice, silver, and bull spread in soybeans. I'm long E-mini S&P puts and short cotton. Positions are sized to extreme volatility. I'm not risking the farm. Cash, corn, and soybean sales are on hold for now. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunity, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.